Welcome to the Top Business Leaders Podcast. You'll learn how successful people just like you have grown their businesses, expanded their influence, and made money by writing a book. On each episode, you'll learn the inside secrets to help you create a book that can serve as a powerful marketing tool to skyrocket your business. I'm your host, Dan Janelle. I help thought leaders, business executives, and entrepreneurs write their books. To find out more and to download our show notes, go to topbusinessleaders.com. Now, I'd like to welcome our guest, Mark David Gibson. Welcome. Thanks, Dan. How are you? Doing great. Mark, why don't you tell our audience a little bit about yourself? Sure. Happy to. So I'm basically a consultant strategist, and I work with authors and speakers, and I help them start, grow, and scale their speaking businesses. So I work with them to help them create um, their own brands and expand on their current brands for business development ideas. Uh, So for example, an author with a book, you use the book as a lead magnet generation to a a paid speaking engagement, which then could lead you into consultancy or digital learning products thereafter. So I provide strategy on how to automate some or all of those to create the platforms from A to Z. And I'm just super excited to be here, Dan. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you very much for being here. And you're a bit modest because you didn't tell us about how you helped serve our country. And we're very proud of that. And thank you for that. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your military experience as well? Sure, absolutely. It was my honor. Um, I was a public affairs officer for the United States Air Force. And, uh, you know, a lot of people thought that the pilots had the best jobs. Well, I actually, I think I have one of the best jobs because I got to tell the entire story of the great American airmen that I worked with and uh, the the awesome uh, air power that uh, America's Air Force brings to the fight. Fantastic. Thanks again for your service. I am actually ghostwriting a book now for one of the first women uh, fighter pilots for the Navy. And that's uh, that's tremendously exciting and interesting. And uh, she's very humble about it at the same time. So very, very honored to have you on the show. So, Mark, you've written a book as well. So why don't we start off with that? Why did you decide to write a book? And tell us what it was about also. You know, at first I thought um, the the book, the title of the book is Served in Silence, The Struggle to Live Authentically. And at first I thought that I was going to enter the uh, author journey as a bucket list item until after um, I really did some soul searching and I realized that my book could um, actually help some people that maybe had served in a very similar situation or currently serving in a uh, similar situation. And then as I got into uh, developing the manuscript, and then I also realized that, you know, it might not have been just um, for people in the military. I happen to use the don't ask, don't tell policy as my example of serving in silence. But then um, there are other people that may also be experiencing the same thing throughout their life, whether it is um, a glass ceiling at work or a house husband or whatever the example may be. And then the, the book is actually a roadmap that teaches us the um, I show you the hazards of not living an authentic life and um, then working through some of those hazards to actually living an authentic life and showing up and um, just contributing more. Fantastic. And did you write that book to help your business or was that a cathartic experience or both? 
You know, it, it really was a cathartic experience. And I would say probably, like I, like I said earlier, it was more of a bucket list item to just uh, finish the project. Um, I wasn't really looking at it as a ways to means to start a business, but it has evolved into that because of the, uh, the speaking opportunities and the consulting opportunities that have followed on after the book. Great. Can you tell us how those extra business building activities happened? You know, the speaking, consulting, and all the others. How did, you, how did people make the transition to say, hey, he's not just an author. He can actually come here and actually help us in a number of ways. Yeah. So when I was writing uh, the book and I was working with, you know, honestly, Dan, I didn't even know people like you existed that helped with um, manuscript strategy and ghostwriting. I mean, I heard of ghostwriting, but it wasn't until I aligned myself with a manuscript strategist and we were really going to get serious about finishing the project and we had a publication date in mind. Well, um, working with my publisher, who was just awesome, it was a great experience. There was some coaching that went on as well. Um, have you considered life after the book? Are, is there going to be a book tour? Is there going to be a speaking tour? And so I immediately enrolled into a mastermind course that actually taught you all of the, um, the construct of a speaking business and the book tour. So um, I was well equipped for after the uh, the buildup of the launch of the book, then I was ready to receive those uh, speaking requests when they came in. Fantastic. Did you do any outbound marketing to get those speaking requests? At first, it was um, just word of mouth. It was uh, pretty organic. And um, then I started doing a little bit of social media and uh, advertising. Mark as this book. Here is the the premise of the book. And uh, then I really crafted a talk taking the book with a very specific business point of view and bringing me into companies and businesses and talking to them about leadership and team building, about how we contribute more as team members when we are just more authentic on the job. Mm -hmm. Did the book start out that way or did you morph the book's message to, or do you do more for your speech to match the needs of the audience? The latter. So mm-hmm. the, the book, um, I wanted to get the book done and the book as a memoir, um, it, it was finished and the manuscript was done. And, um, you know, the, there is a venue for a, a, a an audience, I should say, for uh, memoir writers and giving talks with that. I realized that um, you can cast the net a lot wider if you had a point of view that was also um, targeting towards business and business development. So it was the latter of the two. Then I kind of morphed the the book and um, the the premise into the business uh, premise and point of view. And it was uh, basically I just took the, um, the the point of view from the book. And I flipped it for the business. And I believe that your secrets to your, 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 your business problems are hiding in unlikely employees. And those are the employees that are not able to bring their true self to the day. Oh, interesting. Can you give me an example? 
Sure. So um, whatever, you know, right now uh, what's going on um, in the media is a lot of politics and and you really can't escape it. But let's think about how polarizing that can be in your workplace. And is that causing perhaps uh, somebody on your team to not be as open or as authentic as they would be uh, just in everyday operations? Well, then my uh, challenge to that is if, if that individual is um, feeling restricted in any way, then they're probably not bringing that full power to solve the day's solution uh, problems with their solutions. And so I just have um, employers and team members, team leaders, just be really aware of making sure that, you know, it's a bumper sticker that, oh, yeah, we're all very inclusive, but to make sure that we have a very inclusive environment that people feel comfortable enough. And if they do, they contribute a lot more. Fantastic. That's a great example. So after you do a speech, how do you turn that into consulting? This is where um, I, I just started learning about it with my mastermind group and um, just learning about how people, after my talk and after they read the book, and if they, especially in the team leading um, environment, they wanted to have a continuing conversation. They wanted to, how do we talk to you more about this? So I developed a consultancy and a strategizing company where now I just work with um, a few VIP clients and we just take and we just peel back the onion to all of their business building practice with regard to building their own speaking business. And um, so it really just led to um, VIP consultancies and people asking to um, have more time with me. Great. And who is your typical client? Well, it started out with um, Chambers of Commerce and working with Chambers of Commerce and um, their uh, lists or uh, their members. And then it grew from there to being a keynote speaker at um, several Fortune 500 companies and working on team building exercises with those companies because the, the crossroads or the intersectionality of authenticity in the workplace is the end result is a happier place to work, a more productive place to work with employees that are contributing so much more. Great. Now, your book is a memoir. It started out as a memoir. And I've had a couple of memoir or clients who want to write memoirs, and they got stuck because they had a lot of personal stuff going on in their heads, and they just could not. They could talk about it for a few minutes, but when it came down to putting pen on paper and talking about abusive experiences or horrific experiences, it just wasn't going to happen. And I'm not a psychologist. You know, I can help a lot of my clients get over their fears of inadequacy and self-doubt and imposter syndrome, but some stuff is just beyond my control. Um, so I'm curious, what advice would you have for someone writing a memoir? The advice I would have um, for, so, you know, I agree with you. Sometimes it's kind of like um, ripping off Band-Aids from old wounds. Um, And that can be tough. It can be cathartic as well. But I would say um, seek out someone like Dan. Seek out somebody that can help you write your outline. And then, you know, we can't boil the ocean. 
you, you can't eat the elephant all at once. So why not boil one pot at a time? And then for people like you that um, help us authors, you know, write our um, manuscripts, then you, you work with somebody that helps you write that outline. And then you just take that as a project and you just, you just tick away at that project little by little. Great advice. What other advice or what did you, what did you learn about when you wrote your book that you wish you knew at the beginning? Oh boy. Um, Talk forever. That's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was really fortunate in the fact that my publisher offered an author's Academy and the author's Academy didn't teach you about, you know, how to write and, and the craft of writing per se. It really just taught you about the business of publishing a book, why the back matter was important, the spine, the um, the layout, the design, and all of those things. And so I'm really glad that I was able to have that opportunity to sit through the Authors Academy first, then go right into the publishing track. In the meantime, um, I was perfecting polishing and grabbing all the sticky notes, the bar napkins, the journals, the notebooks, and trying to compile all that together. But uh, I'm really glad. So if you are thinking about doing this, you, it would, you don't have to be an expert in publishing the book, but it certainly is helpful for you to understand what vehicle you're getting into to deliver your message. Uh, can you give us an example? I mean, what would you have done differently or what, how did your thought process change from what you thought a book was and then what, what you thought after you went to the academy? Yeah, so um, the, the, my, my thought was that I'm going to have to finish up this manuscript and get it to the 80% solution. And then I'm going to, in my mind, this was just in me, I thought, you know, I'm going to have to go to uh, a big city and just knock on doors and try to pitch my book and, and do all those things. Well, as you know, that's not the norm these days of publishing a book. So I'm, I, I, what I'm saying is I'm really glad that I had the opportunity to learn through the Authors Academy that my publisher offered prior to getting into the publishing track. And so it's not that I really wish that I would have you know, known that in advance because I, I did it in the sequence to help the process along. Mm-hmm. The other thing I guess I would tell uh, somebody is if you get stuck, and you're going to get stuck, it's okay. You're not defeated. You're just stuck. So then you need to seek out the assistance for somebody else that can help you carry the load or that can help you get your project to the finish line. I'm just taking a note here. Great. Thanks. Okay. Let's talk about your publishing process. You found a publisher. Congratulations. Can you tell us about that experience? How did you find no, a publisher? I... Did you have an agent? Is this a hybrid publisher, a traditional publisher? Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, this was, um, it it was a godsend. Uh, A friend of mine, a colleague, uh, you know, they were very supportive. Hey, how's that book coming along? And I'm like, oh, it's not. And, and I, you know, I I go through these stops and these starts and uh, she recommended me to this publisher 
And at that point, um, I was getting very discouraged because the conversations I was having with publishers was uh, right out the gate. How many words is it? Mm -hmm. How many words do you think it's going to be? And so I I knew the name of that game was the number of the words is so much per word. And then it was that that was going to be the price, et cetera. When I finally got to the publisher that I went with, um, she just basically had an appointment with me on a Saturday morning, cup of coffee. Tell me about the project. Tell me about what is it that you want to do with this book and why is this important? And, and we never even really even talked about how many words or how much it was per word or any of that, you know, the, the business end of it. And that's when I knew it was going to be that perfect fit. And um, so it is a um, it's a very it's a boutique publishing house. It's out of Hartford, Connecticut. It's a publisher purpose press. And um, she basically does um, books that people are going to use to do something with their life or do something with the greater cause. So if it's going to tap into a greater purpose, then it's going to fall in line with that publishing house. And it wasn't a prerequisite to take the Authors Academy, but she strongly, strongly encouraged it because of um, just making sure that you're fully aware of what you're about to get involved in. Because mm-hmm. it's a very, it's a process. And, um, you know, people that um, uh, I train for a triathlon and you train for sports and it's, it's just like that. It, it, you, you, you prepare to enter that particular uh, sport and um, so I was very fortunate. I've talked to a couple of other friends that have not had such a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. And um, there are lots of stories out there. I was very lucky. The entire pub, uh, publishing team and the entire staff um, was there to just assist you to the next uh, step of the process to get you through the entire process with ease. Fantastic. And you're right. I have had people come to me who've been entirely ripped off by horrible companies claiming to be publishers and they use the term very lightly. Uh, and uh, there, there are many good ones out there as well. I'm glad you found one. And that's part of the job of a good book coach to recommend the ones that, that work. So I'll ask you for their name offline and their contact information. I'll be happy to put that into the show notes as well. So that's cool. Uh, great. So Mark, we're, uh, we're closing up here, coming to the end of our time, which is cool. You've given us a lot of great information. I'm curious if there's any one last bit of information that you think uh, we, sh- we should, I, what question should I have asked you? Let's see. Well, um, for for 2020, what I am doing is I'm looking to work with um, clients and um authors that are looking to build their speaking um, platform and build their speaking business. And since I've been out there, I've done it and um, I can help people create automated programs and automated systems that are combined with seeking out um, speaking opportunities. And maybe they're not all paid speaking opportunities, But if there is a potential for you to present an offer for your, let's say, your digital learning platform, then that might make it lucrative for you to reduce your speaking fee, but then still offer connectivity back with you. And uh, the best way to do that and to get in touch with me is if you text the word speak to the number 22828, 
I'll be happy to connect with you and uh, give you more information on uh, maybe a peek behind the uh, Build Your Speaking business. Fantastic. And what is your website address? Really easy. It's just my full name, markdavidgibson.com. Fantastic. And the name of your book one more time if people want to go to Amazon and get it? Yep, absolutely. You can go on markonamazon.com. It's a straight, um, direct uh, gateway to my uh, profile on Amazon. And the title of the book is Served in Silence. Fantastic. Thank you so much for joining with us today. Thanks for listening to Top Business Leaders, the only podcast that shows you exactly how people just like you have built their businesses by writing a book. If you'd like to write your book but don't know where to start, you can find great information at writeyourbookinaflash.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with another insightful interview to help you become a top business leader.